Ha. Everyone's here. We're here. Everyone's more or less in one piece. We're We're good this week. We're all doing good. We're all better. I'm talking about Tawny. I'm talking about producer Kevin. (laughs) I'm talking about Edie and Peanut. They're all right. Probably doing the worst of all, actually. <laughs> well, they're and they're in the sundown years. We're talking about my ass. We're back. The team's back. The team's back. The gang's all here. Um, I heard that Jessica Gao was driving uh, a, a good amount of traffic to the uh, the suboptimal pods website. Is that and true? We got some signups. Oh no, love it. <laughs> There's a promo code. There's a promo code for Gao, right? There is yep. a pro. I guess. You know, unlike responsible businesses, we we didn't like put like a limit on the promo code or a time. I guess whatever. But yeah, in we were joking around last on last week's episode that we, we would do a promo code gal for suboptimal pods for a subscription to I don't think we said, and now that we're talking, I'm not sure I know off the top of my head what what the promo code is good for. I assume it's good for everything that is subscription based. Probably no, not. I don't know. Someone try it and tell us. Yeah, let us know. Um, but uh, but your husband Nate very kindly then texted me. Was like, so I made that promo code real. <laughs> and I was yep. like, we were just we were just fucking around. Uh, anyway, promo cow co- promo cowed <laughs> promo code promo gow. We got promo gowed for the promo crowd for the promo crowd, <laughs> and you'll be promo wowed with. Either five or ten percent. I think it's five percent off mm-hmm. of um, subscriptions to um, Yo Can We Live or the Suboptimal Bundle, or I guess a ninety-five dollar uh, unblocked on Twitter. If you yeah. really, if you're go, if you're doing that, and if that you don't know what we're works. talking about, just go to suboptimalpods.com and all will be revealed. That's the place where we have all of our premium pods and things where we don't have to talk about racism because what is this show? This show is Yo Is This Racist, where we're we still Yo Is This Racist. The racism. And also, now that you're back, uh, once again, uh, Austin, thank you to everyone who got tickets. Um, we are trying to figure out how we can come back uh, and yes. when. Um, but. Thank you for rolling with uh, us having to postpone the show. We're very sorry. Um, yes, thank you for your understanding. I am better now. I was not well. I could not travel that weekend. It was wild. <sighs> Andrew was there. We're fine <laughs> now. Everything's everything's on the mend. I've just been I've been doing a lot this summer, and it's uh, occasionally it catches up with me just in, yeah. in the health department. And so I thank everybody for their understanding. Yeah, that was. Um, and since we're since we're shamelessly shilling, uh, Brooklyn, <laughs> we will be there uh, yeah. on September 10th at the Bell House. Please, please come see us. Um, you know, asterisk. I guess anything could happen. It's a wild world, but you know, we'll be there. It's a wild world, but <laughs> we intend to be there. I love the Bell House. We love Brooklyn. I've never been. I left New York before it opened. I think. Mm. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, great. So I'm excited to go. Um, I played there. I think the year it opened, it was either 2009 or 2010 with a band and Ooh. absolutely loved it. I was like, what a cool new venue. And then since I've only ever played with, you know, I've only ever done like podcasts. We always do Spontaneous Nation lives there and uh, various other Paul F. Tompkins joints. I just sick. love it. So yeah. sick. Good spot, uh, good crowd. 
Last yeah. time I was at Bell House, I, um, before the show, shaved my face using a razor for the first time in probably a year. And it, I had like an allergic reaction where I started like, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd say breaking out, but it was like my skin was like shedding flakes. And I went out to oh, dinner with no. Sean Clemens, Hayes Davenport, and like their parents. It was like this big family dinner that I left because my skin was insane. And <laughs> on stage at Bell House, I put aloe all over my face. Um, oh my God. To use as a cooling mechanism. So my last experience with the Bell House was uh, applying various lotions uh, in front of 400 people on my face. <laughs> okay, flex, you sold out. Flex. So, <laughs> so this is an ad for Harry's Razors, or? Uh, I think not. <laughs> Harry's uh, Razors, careful. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yikes. Watch out. Um, well, just to keep things fully out of order, like I said, this is the show, Yo, Is This Racist? But it's it's the thing is, it, it is, is it's where the show, oh my God, it's the show where we listen to your voicemails about mm-hmm. racism mm-hmm. with the help of a special guest or guest. Today, there's no one. I'm Tawny Newsom. We got Andrew T. And we got Kevin Bartelt, our producer. As you can hear, my voice is a little destroyed. That has nothing to do with my previous illness. It is because I was in Vegas for... Star Trek Las Vegas, a.k.a. 56-year mission, screaming my face off and talking to hundreds of people. So now I sound like this. <laughs> uh, I was in the desert for like 20 hours um, seeing some some friends from home uh, who were out there. And uh, that's why I feel I'm like a little not quite right myself, but not. You seem too- normal. I've had, I've had, there's a, I don't know, the dogs have just been like real, real exhausting. A lot of logistical dog stuff. I guess I, I don't feel normal, dogs. but I'm not like completely, you know, we're okay. Everyone's okay. Not now, 100%. Andrew, yeah. When you were out in the desert visiting your friends, mm-hmm. did anyone take a photograph and post it to their social media where their uncle or someone was wearing a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt? <laughs> oh, you're going you're like, straight into the that? news. This is all we have for news. Uh, was we were we were talking about how more just how everyone was so surprised that uh, white actress Sydney Sweeney's family has Blue Lives Matter people. Probably other. I haven't. I don't. I genuinely don't know. Uh, it would probably. And, and also, I'm like just too old to really know who Sydney Sweeney is. Really. Um. She's an actor. She's good. She yeah. does cool stuff. I just, yeah, I think both you and I were like looking at the timeline going, I'm like, I don't why know. is anyone yeah. surprised? It really, yeah. why are people I, like, I, I get the outrage at a Blue Lives Matter shirt. Sure. Yeah. We don't, we don't love seeing those out in the world, but, mm-hmm. but like, just like a, a white famous person, they any, gonna have some a, family. Any white person. Any white yeah. person. <laughs> any, the only white person in my family racist as hell not and also i guess other people in my family <laughs> um no my my more thing has been this whole like uh just that we're we're at the point we're recording at the point in the twitter discussion where it's like oh everyone you know you don't have racists in your family you know and it's like uh, feels like you don't know enough uh you only know white people when you tweet shit like that 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does feel like that where people are just like, what? Come on, most of my family's racist. That doesn't yeah, make everyone, me bad. And- everyone has racist in their family. It's like, literally, Ooh, it's no. Like, that's, <laughs> that's literally just not true. Um, but but I get what you're saying. When you yeah. say everyone, mm-hmm. you're thinking of the, the American yeah. everyone, a.k.a. Yeah. Yeah. whites. <laughs> it really... That is just like always sort of amusing. I'm like, you know, but and the point probably should be better taken, which is like, yes, you know, no, you know, everyone has fucked up people in their family, blah, blah, blah. You you can't hold people responsible for their family members or to, you know, there's degrees. But phrasing it as we all got this. Who yeah. right. who doesn't who doesn't have this? Right. It's like, well, Says a lot. Says a lot there's about a, you. There's a few. <laughs> it's funny seeing the like different ways people respond incorrectly with the like, like you said, like being shocked, like, wait, what? And then also the like, come on, guys, who doesn't? It's like, oh, there's so many <laughs> people responding. I know, like wrong. both of those are a little yeah. wrong. Like, yes. <laughs> I, mean, the, I think it's the main. What's the appropriate response? Just like, yeah. Yeah. We know. Like, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. I mean, my, uh, they shouldn't have posted my, that. That's my response. It's like, ooh, better, better yeah. social media literacy amongst your family members, please. Yeah. yeah, you should. Here's here's the thing: is it you should have a PR team good enough if you're a white celeb to understand. Don't do this. Just don't yeah. be in public with your mega ass family doing mega right. ass shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if your MAGA ass family is going to throw a MAGA ass party, yeah, you or better just not n- just, you better just, duck the second anyone raises a camera. <laughs> or just know that it's a choice. Like, don't yeah. be surprised. Mm-hmm. That's right. the crazy part. You're just like, like, yeah. Oh, the utterly predictable thing happened? Happened? Well, yeah, because yeah, it was going to happen. Because yeah. it was obvious it was going to happen, is why it happened. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it is like a non-news news item, but it is it's it was funny because I felt like I don't know. I just wonder sometimes about people's cognitive reasoning with these things sometimes because I'm like, do you just think that everyone who's in Hollywood is a a leftist and b good at enforcing that in their family? Yeah, Mm because it's simply not not yeah. It's Mm -hmm. such like a high a high bar. Uh, an impossibly high bar in terms of purity. But also, it, to me, it's the surprise. Like, can you believe? Like, yeah. yeah. This is my default assumption. I haven't even seen these photographs, and yet I know I can see in my mind's eye, and I will just tell you, that is how I assume everyone's white family is like. <laughs> until, oh, yeah. It's a real, real maggot till proven innocent type yeah. of energy. <laughs> Which is like, you know, just if you're so, just prove yourself innocent. Just the, the, the yeah. presumption of goodness for white people is what continues to drive this country and this planet into the ground. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Um, we were talking before we started recording, because obviously we try to do a little bit of the news before we do a uh, episode. But first of all, the only thing I had processed this week, I think truly, well, was the Sydney Sweeney shit, which is like, again, crazy, because I barely even know who she is. I don't right. watch Euphoria. I guess she was in White Lotus, which I also didn't like. Yeah, yeah, she's great. It's just yeah. like, yeah, it's more just about the conversation around it. As opposed yeah, to- I was just, yeah, it truly, and it, it is it's just the point where I was like, I feel bad bringing 
this woman up because I don't right. have any ideas. It's, it's not really about that. It's that people are surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it becomes news because she's, you know, famous, but it's really not about her or even her response. Some people were like dragging her response. And I was kind of like, I don't know what you expect out of these. Yeah. Maybe we just know enough celebrities now that we're just like, everyone's just maybe, people and they're not well, always. Well, everyone is just people, but it is, it. it's just like, but I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, but they're just people in that also that they often suck you know it's just like yeah how how fucking like perfect did you expect an actor to be doorbell oh. rang dogs bugging out i thought that she had something to say about about the discourse yeah oh. it's sydney <laughs> ringing, ringing the doorbell um i also um, think that like nobody i don't know i think people get a little triggered because maybe they're not maybe because it's mostly white people online losing their minds about these yeah. pictures. Mm-hmm. So sure. then it makes me go, are you reacting to, uh, uh, like, is this a little personal? Are there some people in your family that you should be calling out that you're not? And so yeah. you're taking it out on this famous person online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe look at your own, look inside your own house. Yeah. What happened last Thanksgiving? <laughs> go yeah. handle that. <laughs> I told white uncle Michael last time I saw him, don't say that shit in front of me. Which is honestly like, and I've, it had, takes. I've had trouble, but I would never be like, this guy. That's Fair all it takes. Down. Yeah. Uh, and then other, so the other part of the news shit is that so much of it is sort of like political and like, obviously with all politics, there's a huge component of race, especially with all this like um, loan forgiveness stuff. But like, mm. I don't know. There's n- n- zero part of the nuance that I think I want to talk about like who gives a shit like yes Joe Biden's doing better than he was uh yes mm-hmm. Republicans are still repellent assholes uh mm-hmm. based largely upon you know race racism is the bedrock on which all this shit is built on but it's not really the main thing that we're talking about mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of the background platform for all this mm-hmm. so yeah. like I don't know I don't think there's anything specifically insightful we could say about this. Mm-hmm. All of my insights this week are about Star Trek, and that's not helpful to what we're talking about. <laughs> I have many Star Trek insights. I've been really steeped in it this week. This week, yeah. Any any good Star Trek stuff you can you can say? Oh, is this Star Trek Corner? Are we into Star Trek Corner? <laughs> oh, I would every love week it. on the show. <laughs> oh, I would love it if it were not, but I understand. <laughs> it absolutely does not have to be. There are plenty of, I, I get plenty of opportunity and inappropriate outlets to talk about Star Trek. But um, I will say that Lower Decks Season 3 just came out this past week. Oh, and yeah. by the time you're hearing this, uh, Episode 2 will be out, well, on Thursday. So Episode Imminently. 1 is out. Stay Imminent up late. Episode 2. Push, push pause on this episode. Mm-hmm. And then wait until midnight and watch uh, episode two of uh, the season of Lower Decks 3. Season 3, right? Yeah. It's th- yeah. 302. What you're looking for is Lower Decks 302. Mm-hmm. And then you can resume. And then Tawny will give you the big spoiler now. The big spoiler no, now kidding. is... Don't. I don't remember what's in episode two. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that is the best all kind part of, a blur. <laughs> of having worked on TV shows. You're like, what? I'm like, what oh, did we do? The... 
That's, I don't know. Is that the thing? I love when people are like on long running shows. It's like, oh, what? But that's crazy because like four seasons ago they said this, and it's like, dog. I often don't remember what happened in the episode we shot like the last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It's just like it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Like, I will know. say the answer is we don't know why we did that. <laughs> the one, the one thing that pertains to this show that I think I bring up a lot whenever I do one of these Trek events, but um, it was made really clear to me at this one. Um, so this is like the annual Trek convention in Vegas. And so what happens is you do like autograph signings and pictures and stuff, but you have like a main day that you're like advertised to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I added on a second day. So I was there for two days. But my first day was me and Don Lewis, who plays uh, the captain on on my show. And so it was the two of us and then like a bunch of other actors are there too. But because we were advertised as being that main day, there were a ton of like Lower Decks fans that came through. So we had a ton of people in cosplay. There were a ton of people who like brought cool shit that they'd made, fan art, all kinds of stuff. Wow. And I was overwhelmed at how diverse the the con felt, at least That's to awesome. me because of that. Um, because our show is super diverse and our it makes our audience reflect that. So, you know, these Star Trek conventions have such a, I don't know, like a stigma or a stereotype about being like, you know, nerdy white people or whatever. And it, it, it could not have felt more different from that. It was truly like every type of person, like true diversity. And then the next they, day. They're still nerds, though. Just that <laughs> Hey, that's the one thing that unites us, you know? <laughs> nerds come in all shapes, colors, sizes, and creeds. <laughs> um the next day was a big day for actors from Star Trek Discovery, which is, I mean, that's like the flagship show of modern Star Trek. And it's also incredibly diverse. And all of their fans came out in full force that day. So, and I know the con probably like shifts and different cons look different ways. And the fact that it's Vegas helps. But like to be at a Star Trek convention for like eight hours a day for two days straight and to see what I felt like, if it wasn't 50%, people of color it sure felt like it and tons of queer folk and people with disabilities it felt like incredibly well mixed in a way that was very comfortable um so it did not feel like other very white shit i do like when i (laughs) do like band shit and music stuff it's like it felt like oh this is a kind of white thing i do that actually isn't that exclusively white it feels very balanced so well also it's i mean i i i think in a good way well, maybe in general, but definitely in a good way, at least, like, at least your shit is, like, nicely self-selecting, I feel like. The bigots mm-hmm. aren't coming to see you. Cause it feels no, like they're they, not. They're they, actively they, mad. <laughs> they do. They do exist. Uh, but you oh, they to fully exist. Them. Yeah. They don't. They're not mad. Them. What I, my favorite are, like, the, the people, and it's always, this is, this is true. All, the only people who say this to me are white men in their mid to late 40s, maybe a little older. They'll come up to my table they're buying an autograph, but they start with, hey, I'm really sorry. I was one of those people online who hated on this show when it first came out. And I said really mean things. And now I love it. And it's one of my favorite tracks. And will you please sign this thing I made for you? And I'm just like, cool, man. You didn't have to lead with the first part. I didn't need yeah, to know. Don't say that. But it's always people that feel like they have to like apologize. And I'm like, you didn't have to tell on yourself. No. You, you, you need to you need to have a separate tip jar that says like fifty dollars and above. And if you were if you posted some weird shit about me, 
<laughs> I, need, I yeah. need you to fill this jar first. Yeah. The <laughs> Maybe I should have the un- I'll unblock you for $200 or something. You probably option. should. I love no, the I'll- confession style too because like I like to imagine they're afraid that you're going to notice them. Like they're going to walk up and you're going to go, wait a second, David? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're so they're like, I got to come like, in wait. and apologize immediately <laughs> so I, she doesn't call me out because she'll recognize me. If I don't clear the air, I'm toast. Wait, I know you. Zephram Cochran's cap. I know you. <laughs> right? That's your handle? This yeah. Is, be like, that this, was me. This is all Oh, familiar. my God. Okay. All right. We'll end Star Trek Corner now. But so Wait, I, I just want to say, it. I was going to send you, but I knew you were busy. This New York Times review that I saw that said, the most adventurous, adventurous and engaging work currently being done in the Star Trek franchise, our critic writes, is the two animated series, including the raunchy Lower Decks. It was like ooh, this- the ooh, raunchy. Yeah. It was like the a big Star Trek uh, article in the New York Times and got oh, a big nice. picture of Lower Decks on there. Hell yeah. I tried to read that, but it's behind the fucking paywall. Um, yeah. so you know, somebody screenshot it for me. You know, uh, this, I don't know if this, this, are you like LA County? We don't have yeah. to, you don't you have to get, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can just join the library and then, uh, you can, uh, look at the New York times through your library's website. That's a tip folks. Use your public okay. libraries. I, okay. I went to, I, I had to look up something on the New York Times paywall, and obviously I'll be f- absolutely fucked if those uh, racists get a cent of my money. But I wanted to look up something they'd written or they'd posted mm-hmm. about which dryers were the most efficient. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I went to lapl.org, that's LA Public Library, and logged in with wow. my account and then went to their New York Times thing and you can you can log in. And everyone should support their libraries. Holy shit. Absolutely. That's cool. And I might need a new dryer. So <laughs> dryer Rex. Two, two things are yeah, send me send me a dryer Rex uh, or and or uh, should I fix my dryer? The the evidence online appear with how shitty my dryer, my existing dryer is, seems to be don't bother. Like, don't even bother trying to fix it because the repair person's cost is like approaching the cost of your dryer. And this is only because yeah. my, my dryer is so shitty. The uh, New, the New York show is like, hey, I'm so sorry, Andrew. I was really mean online about your dryer, but I just want to say I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Yo, your dryer fucking sucks. But then but it I'm really won fan. me over when you were yeah, exactly. about fixing it. So now it's now it's my favorite thing you talk about on the pod. Dryer corner. Dry jams. Boy, I think, I don't know. All right, we we think they're never go ahead, talk. No, please. <laughs> it's just interesting. People think it lends currency to their praise by saying, I hated this at first, and then you really oh, want to sure. yeah. where I'm like, that's great, but you assume that I was ever in doubt that our show was great. Yeah. yeah. You assume yeah. that I was ever nervous, like, will they like it? Like, I knew this was bomb from Get because it's it's a great show. So it's really good. Absolutely. Welcome yeah. to the party. So it sounds like y'all owe Tawny two hundred dollars is what yeah. what I'm hearing. Everybody yep. pony up. Um, um let's take a break. We're somehow we managed to take a detour through the wormhole of Star Trek to wow. one of the longest 
opening segments where we talked about almost nothing that we've done in a minute. That's fantastic. Uh, so this is the ad break. And that was the ad break. Maybe it wasn't so long. I don't know. I will say this. Uh, Kevin, uh, we're, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. We're recording two episodes today. Um, That's right. So I, I took a stab at mm-hmm. uh, them. Re- reordering these. But now that we've talked about it. Yeah. No, let's just do them in the order. I don't know. I don't really know. This, uh, it, this might be right. This might be wrong. We'll see. Anyway. Let's listen to a voicemail. Here we go. Hi, I just discovered your podcast. Uh, I came here from watching Lower Decks. Oh, Star Trek Corner. Informative and interesting as a straight white male. Uh, But I feel like even following your podcast on social media is virtue signaling for a white person. Uh, I know a lot of people that I feel like would benefit from listening to this podcast, but I have a hard time telling everybody, you you know, look at this (laughs) podcast that I, you know, that I'm listening to, that I feel like everybody should be listening to. Um, How can I navigate that? Thank you. Okay. Number one, I just want to say on the housekeeping front, I'm glad we went with my fuck it, let's just do them in order because I had forgotten which order this was in. I I thought this was a later one. It's a perfect Um, segue. Yeah. Do you do you ever wish that we were just like white people doing a show so that when people are like, man, I really like that show, they could just tell their friends like, hey, there's a show I really like. I bet you'd like it. And everyone I mean, just like recommends it and things are just normal. And then we have millions of listeners. The meme no of the there. guy like uh, <laughs> dapping his forehead because he's sweating. The first one's <laughs> like, what are you listening to? And then it's like our album art, but he's sweating. <laughs> Yeah, just the hand ringing <laughs> to the point where I wonder how many more recommends, how many more downloads would we get if uh, if everyone just felt comfortable saying, "Hey, listen to this." Yeah, like, like a except for show. except for the "Do you wish we were white people?" part. I guess I'm on board <laughs> with the rest of it. Um. Yeah, man, tell people to listen to our podcast. Well, I don't know what to yeah. say here. Tell people it's great and that it's funny and that it's a good time. Here, okay. Here's what I will the the thing that I think I latched onto besides the uh, welcome uh, be, beam aboard the yo is this the USS <laughs> yo is this racist USS yo is this happy to have you in our tractor beam oh oh Andrew you don't have to keep this up it's gonna get <laughs> laborious for you we're gonna I lose just, listeners I just did a big listeners. big thumbs up on the zoom for everyone because I'm so proud yeah. of myself right <laughs> you now thumbs up yourself absolutely <laughs> um but uh and what what I was gonna say though is uh number one and this might be a me problem because I'm obviously too online and yet somehow completely uninformed about almost everything at the same time <laughs> um but I feel like I haven't heard the phrase virtue signaling in quite a while. And when I say heard, I a thousand percent mean read on Twitter. On I've Twitter, been, sure. I don't think I've literally ever... I've, the number of times I've heard it like uttered out loud has to be less than 10. Yeah. Consi- and, and considering that we do this podcast, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. It's not said as much anymore other than by terrible people. Well, but I think not even that. 
Like, I think it's just like everyone's moved on from this They've thing. But yes, yeah, yeah. But but I think virtue signaling, like similar to cancel culture mm-hmm. uh, as a phrase, is fake. Like, yes. the idea of virtue signaling is that you, the white person, or you, the privileged person, um, in advocating for decency, uh, you don't actually believe in the decency, but rather you are showing that you support it um, publicly in a hollow gesture because you think it earns you social currency. Yeah. Um, and that isn't what you're doing, caller. And also, though, even if it were only what you're doing, do you know how much most white people just perform bigotry signaling? Like, <laughs> I, I'm honestly like, yeah, it's, I guess even the, the as defined version of virtue signaling, which is, again, a, kind of a right wing code word for a thing that doesn't exist, code phrase. Um, this shit is like, it's still better than just being a fucking big ass, big old racist. So (laughs) I think there's more of a hypocrisy that you would have to worry about if you like retweeted our show, but then also tweeted right after like Joe Rogan crushed it this week. Like then (laughs) like you're, you're not, you're kind of going back and forth on, right. I think you're like beliefs maybe, but. If you're not a bad person, you shouldn't have to worry about it. I also, I, I think I mentioned yeah. this a lot that like, and caller, I don't know you. You watch, you watch Star Trek, so you're probably all right because, again, like the 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 bigots just don't really last. I know we have a very vocal minority of them in the fandom, but like, <laughs> the shows are too inclus- inclusive to really like <laughs> maintain, uh, you know, a, a large fan base of terrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to guess that you're you're fine. If you're living right and acting right and your friends and family all know you to be someone who cares about things and is decent and cares about equity and equality, no one's going to be surprised that you're saying, "Hey, listen to this show that talks yeah. about these issues in a funny way." Yeah. If you're someone who's not um who maybe hasn't been as outspoken as they can be about issues like this maybe you'll surprise some of your friends and 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 maybe that's good maybe you need to do that so i don't know i guess i'm just like yeah what are you what are you worried about that this won't align with the way you present yourself otherwise right that's the only reason why people are gonna take issue with it right that's maybe the the bigger oh yeah that's such yeah that's like a really like probably important thing that i hadn't at all considered is like if this is a new-ish journey for this caller. I think you will discover that people potentially, they shouldn't be, but like you may lose friends potentially, and that is scary. And I think if you're a new listener, a thing that we have said many times before, and I, I, listen, I love my own ideas, so obviously I always think they're <laughs> worth repeating, but like... <laughs> These people, like, when you lose friends because you, like, come out as not being a bigot, it's <laughs> that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, you should lose that's those That's a people. detox. You mm-hmm. don't want those people in your life. They're bad. And I know it can be scary, but it really should be liberating. Like, yeah. it's good to have fewer racists in your life. Really. Yep. Yeah. Promise. 
And even just people who just find it tiring or think it's not worth bringing up or who are just like, I'm not political. I don't want to talk about these things. Those people are okay to limit your experience with too. You know, they may not be full outright bigots, but they are like not, they're not in the, in the same fight as the rest of us. And so you don't need them. If anyone is annoyed, listen, that's not, if anyone's annoyed by the message of this show, they are a bad person. If anyone's annoyed (laughs) by me, (laughs) they're normal and good, but that's different. (laughs) Yeah. People cannot enjoy our tone. That's fine. That's subjective. You know, look. Comedy is uh, comedy is a very varied medium. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if it's not us, there's something else. But I think, yeah, more, more importantly, the thing that like, you know, was nails on chalkboard to me is like, is it virtue signaling? It's like, they, that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Telling people what is important to you. Like if you were to yeah. literally define the term virtue signaling, you're telling people the things that are important to you by saying, here are things I've listened to that help me think about these things that are important to, to me. Yeah. That's I all very normal. Sometimes like corporations virtue signal, but not well, also sure. not really. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, not they just, really, but they just do shit for the wrong reason. Like they're just like racism's wrong because we would like to sell products to all people, not just white people. Yeah. But that's just called marketing. Like (laughs) every company is probably terrible, but it might have a handful of good people running things and trying to make some good, you know, choices. Yeah. But welcome caller. Uh, Set your phasers on. (laughs) uh, Is it just Just say to fun? Just say to fun. Set phasers to fun. That's the easy one. one. No, I just was trying to come up with something else. You want to say set phasers to funny? Is it kill? Is kill the, the, are the only the two stun and kill? Stun and kill. Okay, yes. so in wow. Star Trek, the, the, their guns, their actual like military guns, say uh-huh. stun and kill. On well, them. there's a couple settings of stun. Like there's there's stronger. Yeah. Stun. So like there's like can, a a dial. There's like, like a, a touch, I, touch pad. There's like a, I just want to knock someone back so I can run past them through an archway real quick. And there's like, a, I want to knock them out cold so that they don't wake up for a couple hours. Right. So that I can steal this, so I can transport myself down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like like the day at the gun factory when they were like, <laughs> what are we, we're really going with stun and kill? That just felt like real casual. Like, it, you know. With the, I think with the, this came about, don't quote me on this. I know sometimes I seem like a Trek expert, but I honestly, I don't know that this is real. What I think happened was in the 60s, I don't think they really defined why sometimes when Kirk would zap somebody, they would die and why sometimes they would just get knocked out for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think in the 90s, they had to like retroactively explain that. And so I think right. it's just like a clumsy canon thing. Yeah, oh, I don't no. know yeah. that that's true, but it feels like it. It totally makes, no, it makes sense. And it, I guess it makes sense that there should be less than lethal options on your weapons of war, maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm yeah. not an expert. It's just, I, I just These feel are like, vessels of peace and scientific exploration. I guess if I were, again, working at the, um, I don't know, the Raytheon of the Federation <laughs> times, <laughs> I, I would have like a more clinical name on the button. I don't think it says the words. Well, that's what I'm asking. Okay. That I'd like, you know, I'd have to look more. Literally, closely. I would, I would, you know, you, you just feel like men, weapons, it's like incapacitate or like, mm. 
you know, than like a cutesy sure. word for lethal. It just feels wild to me that they would write stud, kill. On the, well, these on are the also roughly gun. the size of like a universal remote. So I don't know that incapacitate is going to fit on a button. Well, you know, it's a little hologram. <laughs> it's a little like, you know what it is? You know, probably. Okay. Set your phasers what, to ink. <laughs> what, what, I ho- what I hope... And possibly some Star Trek fan who's listening to this knew this is is that it just has like it it has two the dials two settings one is like a guy with a frowny face and like little spiral eyes for stun uh-huh. and one with like a guy with a frowny face with X's eyes or you know smiley uh, the head not a guy but mm-hmm. uh, with X's for eyes for kill and it's just that so emojis you think there's yeah. emojis on the on well, the phasers. Look, They're basically the phones. Thing, the last thing I want is for any of <laughs> More you Star lovely Trek freaks shit. to tweet at me the real answers. To <laughs> tweet it at I'm, me only. Andrew mm-hmm. T. Andrew. You know what? I'm currently looking at Twitter also, um, and I forgot why um, I asked people to just send a bow tie or no bow tie emojis. Do not tell me if anyone remembers. Kevin's most likely to Something remember why. Do not tell me. I do not want to know. I don't know. Yeah, I am... They're coming in though, and I don't That's know good. what this is. So oh I can't wait. Please don't tell me. I don't know what's happening. Wow, we're really, really I making know. A, we... a, a delicious stew from the thinnest of ingredients this week on the episode. I thought that was yeah, a good we made, one. We made rock Thank you, soup here. Thank you, um, caller. <laughs> shall we get uh, to the next? Let's do another voice. voice yes. Uh, my bad phaser joke is so cringy. I'm just going to say it and then immediately play the voicemail. Set your phasers to stunning or killing it. Oh, there we go. We like it. Hi, Tawny, Andrew, and Matt. Um, White lady here. I uh, work for a company that runs like corporate events and experiences online. And we're working out our version of Werewolf. And we ran like an internal test we played it last week and um the narrator would always every time a werewolf was killed they would say that they were either hung or lynched which felt uh, like a little racist to me and uh you know the whole point was to get feedback so i think they'd be responsive to me bringing that up but i wanted to offer some other possible options and the more that i think about um like death by uh village mob the more it just feels like it all feels pretty racist if not um totally sexist so i don't know can we am i super overthinking this can we um play werewolf uh can village mobs kill in a (laughs) non-racist or sexist way? Uh, Any thoughts would be super welcome. Thanks. Yeah. Kevin. I love watching Kevin during that. It's weird to be both kind of over and under thinking it at the same time, which is sort of what our caller is doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, you know, mob mob violence in the planet Earth has always been used to su- in support of bigotry most of the time, uh, mm-hmm. as far as institutionally goes. So, yeah. I mean, I, but I think you could kind of just probably leave it as, like, 
Well, maybe not. But you know, it, the the clear line is you just we're we're not you know lynching is such a specific term that mm-hmm. I think it's easily how about this yeah easily to, like clear to mm-hmm. tell your corporate HR department don't fucking say that yeah yeah it probably yeah, it seems is like a no brainer easy to just be like hey for our little corporate role playing game. We don't need to be very detailed about <laughs> how the method of killing how per how this per- werewolf is expelled from the game because yeah. it is a game. Sure. Mm-hmm. So sure, sure. who cares? Um, yeah, they're also, out. You yeah. could just say they're out. Yeah. Yeah, they've been run out of town. Yeah. Who knows? It's funny that we spent 10 minutes on <clears throat> on stun versus kill, and now we're like, this is too far the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, it's not stupid. But yeah, color. I mean, I think it's just, but then like, then taking this all the way to like, can we play werewolf? Werewolf is just one of those like seven up. T- no, it's not seven up. Like mafia, like right? Is it the same? Like, yeah. Two people, someone's lying and that's it? Yeah, you all close your eyes. Somebody's the murderer and then you have to mm-hmm. figure out who it is by who looks at who it's like a i feel like yeah. i don't hate those games but i hate people who love those games no i don't hate people <laughs> who love those games i hate when people are really into those games i i agree it gets really it gets real theater camp for me and like yeah. i just already lived that time so no shade if you like it now but i feel like now for like corporate folks who didn't have to <laughs> live that uh they they like to play these games sometimes and it's like oh i guess that's true so much of like corporate hr shit is just improv games Uh, oh 100 percent. yeah right okay that makes sense and it's improv games for people who have never ever had to do anything like this so they're Mm -hmm. sometimes they like love it because they get to express themselves they get to Mm -hmm. play little characters right but what always happens and this is this is what you find out when you take a level one improv class yep is that there's always going to be somebody who doesn't know that they can't they, say they the show word their true lynching. self real quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's somebody who doesn't know something's a slur that loves to use it a lot and yeah you know i don't know all these games are just it just brings out people just brings out the people in mm-hmm. people and so when you're in a work setting you just got to correct that right why is this so hard? I don't understand why this was a question. Uh, I mean, I th- I think it's the reason it's hard, but seems tri- so hard for some folks, but seems trivial to us, is kind of the only reason the show can exist. Which is just like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, if you've never had to think about race or the world... Or, you know what, or you just start to realize and shit starts hitting your ear wrong. This is the, like, why did this hit my ear wrong podcast a lot of times. Which is maybe not the most useful thing we could be doing with our time. But Maybe not, because I'm tired. I feel like in yeah. the moment, like, after. also it's the, like, the person only using that term. It's one thing to use it once or twice mm-hmm. amongst a smattering of other terms. But the fact that that was their go-to... Right. Yeah. Word <laughs> makes you go, hey, uh, Mark, just I don't think that word is gonna be the most useful here. Let's find yeah. let's find something else. Most like, most of the time our cash. answers to questions to this are 
Jesus Christ, crack a fucking <laughs> history book. Like, that's yeah. really what we're getting at, which is like, are you serious? You didn't fucking know this? You didn't, you didn't, this didn't sound wrong to you? Um, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Play, I mean, play werewolf as much as you need, which is, <laughs> should be zero, but we understand sometimes it's not zero for people. Yeah, just do zip, zap, zap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit? It's all the same. <laughs> I don't think there's a way to make zip, zap, zap racist. And call in, let us know if we <laughs> find a way to. We get 40 voicemails next week. You wouldn't believe what happened at my corporate outing. <laughs> you probably can. You probably, you probably can. can. They can always find a way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. that's the best thing about improv. It always they always find a way to make it racist. Yeah, it's a really inventive <laughs> medium. <laughs> it's simply gorgeous. Um, that's a show. We yes. did a show. a show. We feel. I feel honestly energized. Um, so much Trek talk. It was, it was really. It was fun. Um, well, we're gonna be. We'll be back next week. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna stretch this gruel to the thinnest it's ever been. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, New York. If you're in New York, the 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 New York metropolitan area, New Jersey, a lot of Connecticut people need to be coming out to this. Um, <laughs> Staten Island, Long Just Island. Just naming boroughs. We love it. We're gonna be at the uh, Bell House on September Hoboken. 10th. Yeah. You can get Come tickets at suboptimalpods.com. We'd love mm-hmm. to see you. Come hang out. Um, suboptimalpods.com. Uh, suboptimalpods, Yo, is this racist on social media? Mostly Instagram. Kevin J. Bartell, Trondi Newman, Andrew T. 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. I almost forgot about that. Call in. Uh, thank you for your voicemails this week. Uh, they were pretty interesting, actually. It was a good one. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it. Peace. Bye. Bye. This is Suboptimal.